0: Hello. I am live. I'm a little bit nervous because it's been a while since uh, uh, I did this, but uh, it's okay to be nervous. I I can handle it. I can feel nervous and it's okay because uh, I'm willing to handle it because this is more important than than me. It's more important than you know, it's not about me, this is about you and what I can do for you by using uh my life experience, my struggles, and uh taking the best out of what I've learned and give it to you. So if I'm a little bit nervous, it's okay. I'll uh I'll take that. So that's the first thing. So this uh this live, this video, it's um it's for you to to get the epiphany, that uh, learning that I got through 15 years of um, researching on myself and on uh, human uh, behavior, and to for you to learn that uh, to get that understanding, that awareness that will allow you to be free, because. You know, all it started for me is because I had a very beautiful childhood. I was feeling really confident, I was flowing, I was feeling enthusiastic, excited about life. And then, you know, uh, some episodes happened that I started feeling afraid, I started feeling unsafe, and that led me to, you know taking a direction of started distracting myself from those feelings. So I started smoking, drinking, taking drugs, at the very early age, I was 16 when I started drinking, smoking and taking drugs. And that of course didn't, um, didn't make it better, in, in fact made it much worse. And I went from being a confident, happy uh, child to a very uh, low uh, esteem and uh, no confidence uh, at all anxiety fear and feeling uh, dumb and all all the things like the opposite of what i was when i was a child and knowing you know my real self knowing that uh, i could live in a certain way uh led me to to go back to the state because i knew that i was uh i passed from being in the state of flow of um, happiness basically to the state of fear, because of something I started doing with my mind. So some thoughts I started having, some stories I started creating in my life. So in my in my mind. So what I want to do is to, to share what I've learned and how I, I am now in a place of total freedom, where I can choose, where I can choose uh, if something is good or bad for me, and then choose whether to do it or not that's the freedom i want to i want to share with you uh, and so basically what i wanted it was to when i started it was to feel better to feel uh, less anxiety to start feeling less afraid to start being more confident and i saw like smoking drinking and taking drugs as a wall in front of me that i needed to surpass in order to go back to that state of uh, confidence and so every almost every day, at one point, I was saying, "Oh, from tomorrow, I don't drink anymore. From tomorrow, I stop smoking. From tomorrow, from tomorrow." But that tomorrow will never come, because what I had in my mind was that I needed to use willpower in order to to stop smoking or stop drinking or stop taking drugs. And I tried with willpower for a few years, you know, without realizing that uh, that willpower just doesn't work. It doesn't work, this is for sure. It doesn't work to hold, to say, okay, oh, I don't smoke anymore, I don't smoke anymore, I hold, 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 hoping for, you know, some time to pass and then it will go away. It will never go away, because the problem is, is another, uh, is at the core is here, which I will tell you in a second. So, the, basically I managed to stop taking drugs, stop drinking, eventually I managed to stop smoking, then I I continued to look for the state, the state of confidence, of health, of uh sharpness, you know. And I saw other walls in front of me. So for example, my diet, like I was eating badly, I was uh maybe you know, perhaps um, um, not exercising and so I, I started seeing all these walls, just like there were the walls of uh taking drugs and smoking and drinking. So I started changing my diet and I stopped uh, eating animal products. And then I gave up uh, all sugar, you know, like uh, refined sugar, anything with refined sugar away. I gave up gluten, anything with gluten for four years I didn't eat. I started removing, 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 removing. It. And mainly I found there are three ways to, to get rid of the addiction. Three ways. And, but out of these three ways, only one is sustainable. So I did manage to stop taking drugs and stop drinking, out of uh, with with the first way, and that is out of fear. So this works for 99% of the people. You need to get to the point where you're so afraid that something really bad could happen to you or the people around you that decide to stop that thing you're doing. And obviously, that is not sustainable because if you have to wait until you know you're sick or Maybe you almost killed, you know, your friends like I did, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, you started uh, getting into big troubles. That is not a sustainable way to stop anything, but it works, but you don't want to get there. So that's how I stopped uh, drinking and, uh, and taking drugs. Then the other way, so one is through fear. Basically, you're afraid of something so badly that you quit your addiction and you just close that door completely and that's it. And that is one way. The second way is the opposite. It's through joy, through envisioning like uh, um, good, uh, good positive feelings, and that's actually how I I gave up uh, smoking, how I changed my diet, and also it was uh, it was a easy way to do. But again, it was not sustainable because what I was doing basically uh, I. When I, when I stopped smoking, after I tried for 15 years, many things, I tried, like, I think maybe everything. And then, uh, obviously, I don't want to spend too much time talking on just this one, but uh, I envisioned myself what my life would look like if I would be a non-smoker. And I got excited about that. I got so focused on that, that I got so excited and so much power within that you know, the day after I get up and I I became no smoker. And actually, this is actually 10 years ago, exactly. In a few days, it's going to be 10 years ago. And I'll tell you that story in another time. But uh, the same way, then I changed my diet and I started focusing, oh, what my life would be like if I stopped eating this thing? What my life would be like if I stopped eating this thing? What my life would be like if I started eating this way? And I just got excited about this thing. So that's how I changed uh all these habits but this is not the sustainable way to do it so there is a third way to do it and that is the real core of how you can give up any addiction so the second way is not sustainable because you know i i did stop smoking that way but i didn't sort out the problem the real problem at the core so i imagine myself not to smoke anymore but i still have this thing that allow me to. to turn into other addictions. Maybe healthier addictions. So I started you know, eating uh, whatever vegan uh, cakes, you know, or uh, gluten-free chips. So it was like healthier, but it was still like I remember this day I was in London and I was already vegan, you know, gluten-free, sugar-free. I got I gave up already smoking, drinking. I was super healthy. But yet i was in at home i was in my in my studio i was enjoying you know being there and then it was like 10 minutes to 9 in the evening and i started having this uh craving for eating this gluten free chips organic that i used to eat uh, buy in this uh, organic shop and this uh, uh organic gluten free sugar free raw chocolatey thing which was so delicious you know and I, and it was actually a craving like i craved that thing and it was uh, 10 to 9 in the evening and 9 in the evening the shop would close so i was enjoying myself at home it was warm i had to get out of home, at the home taking my bicycle ride my bicycle in the cold and hurry up to go buy these chips and this chocolate thing so i was still addicted so i came to the realization that the addiction is not about the actual thing it's not about the cigarette it's not about the sugar it's not about the junk food it's not about uh the the alcohol that is not the the addiction the addiction is a feeling so it's a feeling that i do not want to feel i am afraid of feeling i i think or believe that i can't handle it and i distract from that feeling when i distract from that feeling by in different ways like smoking drinking or eating you know i i feel a release and so i uh, i enjoy it's a pleasure I feel the pleasure, the immediate pleasure, the instant gratification of not feeling that feeling. So I I came to the realization. Um, there are uh, two understanding that I got that that led me to the realization. The first one is when I started doing my um, vipassana meditation. Vipassana meditation is um it's a meditation technique, and there are courses uh, all around the world and there are it's 10 days retreats basically 10 days courses where you sit down and you meditate like 12 hours a day for 10 days in a row it's a silent meditation you're not allowed to have uh, your phone or having even uh, books or yeah, you basically all you do is meditate you wake up 4am and you meditate for 12 hours uh, each session for a, 1 hour straight Then you have just a breakfast and lunch, no dinner and just meditate, 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 sitting down on the floor, cross-legged. And that experience, I did that three times. And where my realization, uh, my first understanding I got from the experience is that I separated pain from suffering. So when I was doing these sessions of one hour, I would get uh, up until like 40, 45 minutes I started feeling like, this big pain on my legs and and i started wondering because i had my eyes closed like when is this gonna end is this maybe the the clock they're using is broken and maybe it's already past one hour and i started feeling the um uh, the suffering so the suffering these feelings that came out that i thought it were the pain they were actually the same feeling that I would get if I get into a queue, if I get into traffic, if I had to do something that uh, I know I have to do, but I don't want to do. It's basically, it's an emotion. It's an emotion that comes up, that it, 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 it can be processed because I don't allow it to to feel it to process. And, and until that point, until the moment when I start doing the, the Vipassana meditation, I would distract myself from the emotion. So, for instance, I'm in traffic, you know, oh I, I'm in traffic, I'm suffering, I'm wondering when this this uh, uh, this traffic is going to end, I feel this feeling come up, comes up, and I put some music or I watch a video or I eat something, you know, and I distract from myself. And this, I think, is how I've been raised. like every child has been raised um, So when we had some uh, some feelings that come up, some unmet needs they are parents they 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 tend to distract us from that feeling instead of uh, like looking at what's going on and understanding what's going on they say like go watch some tv or eat this uh, thing you know or you know here is some sweets here some french fries you know just be quiet i don't want to hear your morning you know and this how we grew up and uh, i think we uh, we got used to distract from what we are feeling. So anyway, the Vipassana thing, what I realized is that um, that feeling, uh, that pain, it wasn't actually the problem. The pain, it wasn't the problem. The problem was the suffering that I was creating. That feeling that I wouldn't want to feel. But when you you sit for 12 hours in a row, for 10 days in a row, and you had to face that thing, you learn how to observe it, accept it. And the moment you, exer- you observe it and you accept it, that feeling dissipates away. And that's the magic. And that's how, um, uh, how we are supposed to work. So a feeling is a message. It's telling you something. The moment you acknowledge it, the message ceases uh, to exist because it to have a, a purpose. But if you can't, acknowledge it if you don't stop and look at the feeling and you, and feel the feeling and accept the feeling the feeling will be stuck there and and it consumes you and you the more it consumes you the stronger it gets the more you want to distract from it and the distraction is the cigarette the alcohol the sugar the food and all that so the first realization was this uh in the my vipassana retreats i i realized the difference between pain and suffering the pain is inevitable, the suffering is caused by me, by my story, by not being able to, um, not being willing to feel the feeling, to process the feeling. The second realization I had, it was when I learned about this tool, this nonviolent communication tool from Marshall Rosenberg. And this is very simple. What he says is that negative emotions, they, they come from an unmet need. a need, I mean a universal human need, which could be, uh, the basic needs need for safety need for food shelter water ha, home protection but there's also other needs like interdependent needs like understanding compassion community and there are a set of universal human needs which when they are not met those needs they cause you negative feelings but when they are met those needs they cause you positive what we call positive feelings So this deep, this understanding is key because when, for instance, if you want to stop smoking, okay, you decide I stop smoking from tomorrow. The day after you wake up, you drink your coffee and then you, this feeling comes up like, oh, I need to have a cigarette. That, that feeling is not, is not the feeling that is telling you, you need to have a cigarette. That need to have a cigarette is the story that you tell to yourself because the only way you know how to under that feeling is to distract from it. But with this understanding of, it, of the meditation and the understanding of the non-violent communication, what I realize is that when the feeling comes and I look at it and I uh, uh, try to understand what actual feeling is it. Is it fear? Is it I feel bored or I feel lonely? Or is it an actual feeling? Once I know that feeling, then I want to know what is the unmet need behind that feeling, which could be maybe I have a need for uh, understanding, maybe I have a need for uh, safety, maybe I have a need. So when I know the needs, then I can work on that need. Like how, what can I do? What action can I do to uh, to meet the need of safety, to meet the need of understanding, to meet the need of um, community there are many uh, different uh, universal needs and that's the realization that whatever your addiction is if you craving like you have this sugar craving, of course many things work in different ways which now I I, I cannot take singularly what cigarettes does or what uh, food does, you know, junk food and uh, uh, or what watching you know, uh, you know hundreds of hours of, of entertaining you know the way it distracts uh, it distracts you they do it in a different way but the main thing is this when that feeling comes where you you feel like doing that thing that you don't want to do your addiction instead of uh, uh, because you don't know what to do you you do it but once you understand that you can look at the feeling and feel it, and receive that message, that's a message that is telling you what your unmet need is, and you, uh, you uh, um, identify the need, and you take an action to satisfy the need, that message, that feeling, that normally is stuck there is trying to tell you something, it loses purpose, and it dissipates away. And then you go back to flowing, you go back to that state that I was feeling when I was a child, Complete flowing, nothing holding. Because that's where how we are born. We are born to to that awareness. We know how to use our guidance system, which is our emotion. But then throughout the years, we we've been taught to do it differently, to distract from our feeling, not to understand them. And maybe to feel guilt of having those feelings, to feel like they're wrong. It's wrong to feel afraid or it's wrong to feel angry or it's wrong to feel anything. So the key here is this, is when you are about to have that, uh, when you have that feeling of, oh, I need a cigarette. Oh, I need uh, to eat some sweets or some junk food. Looking at the feeling, accepting it, feeling it and understand what's the need behind. It's the key to your freedom. Okay, This this is the key. And so what I did uh, now, um, once I understand all this and uh, I I break free from any addiction and now I can can look at life, I can look at the truth. I don't need to go around like this, like, oh, I don't want to look at that. You don't want to look at that. Yes, I know I should do that, but I don't want. I can look at life as it is and say, okay, this is the road. This is the door I need to go through to go to my next step. I just open it and go through it. Before it was like, oh, this door means, you know, I have to stop smoking. So let's take another road. Oh, this door means I need to change my eating habits. Let's take another road. And that road, it seems like uh, leading you somewhere, but it never leads you anywhere. It goes round and around. To go to your next step, to live the life that you want, you need to go through it. Like they say, the only way out is the way in. So the key is to understand and being able to be free from your addiction so that you can look at truth, you can look at the life with, with, um, with truth and just do what you need to be doing. You don't need to try to, to take shortcuts or go around things. So this is what I want to transmit to you. And once I, I got into these realizations, I, in order to explain this thing and to help people go through this process, I created an, a step-by-step process which you can go through very easily and will help you to understand what you're feeling and how to process it and how to break free from that feeling. No longer you have to be afraid of feeling a certain feeling because that's all it is. You can't stop smoking or stop eating junk food because you you are afraid of the way you would feel if you don't. So once you know how to understand that feeling and how to process it, you are free. So I'm going to put uh, a link on the description uh, as soon as I finish this, um, this live. And you can, uh, uh, you put your email and uh, automatically that uh, process, that is p- a PDF, a step-by-step process, will be sent to you through your email. That's it. And you can look at it and you can go through it and you can start working on this thing so that you can break free from any any addiction, but forever. And no need for willpower, no need for sacrificing. It will be like a liberating experience, a purifying process. So this would be it. This is what I needed to share. This is what uh, it's really important to start doing anything in your life to break free from your addiction, to gain control over yourself. Okay? And if you need anything, I'm here. I'm, I I, I could do this 24-7. Help you getting rid of this shit is what I want to do right now. Okay? So talk soon. Bye. Love you so much. Take care.